friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Following lots of tears and prayers, baby born at one pound goes home after nearly 500 days in hospital. Written by Hallie Wells, read by Adam Staten. A premature baby weighing one pound at birth demonstrates the strength of a warrior throughout his 16th month medical journey that began the day he was born. On November 1st, 2023, Grayson Butler left the only home he's known, Blythedale Children's Hospital in Valhalla, New York. While Vikings may come to mind, the only similarity here is the manner in which a tiny little baby fought to survive. Grayson's Valhalla is a community in Mount Pleasant, New York, which is located in the New York City metropolitan area. Born on June 27, 2022, to parents Monet Harper and Jeffrey Butler, the Bronx baby boy is truly a miracle baby. A lot of sleepless nights, a lot of tears, a lot of prayers, a lot of cries, recalled Mother Monet Harper. Overall, a lot of smiles because my son is right here. He's a miracle baby. Grayson was born 16 weeks premature, weighing only one pound, two ounces, and was the size of a bag of flour. A micropremie with a congenital heart defect and chronic lung disease, Grayson was given a 20% chance of survival, according to CBS affiliate WCBS-TV. Those are overwhelmingly tough odds. However, precious Grayson is one tough little guy. With the help of the doctors, nurses, and medical staff, Mighty Grayson worked every day to get better. Meanwhile, Monet and Jeffrey experienced exhausting emotions throughout the nearly 500-day roller coaster ride. Monet told WCBS, I was instantly worried. So a lot of days I was thinking my son was going home. But then another situation happened. We were so scared. He looked like he would break. He was so delicate. Those situations included 15 blood transfusions, 5 bouts of pneumonia, and 2 surgeries. And in addition to Blythedale Children's Hospital, Grayson was treated in 4 other medical facilities. Finally, Grayson, weighing 20 pounds, was able to leave Blythedale Children's Hospital to begin life in his real home. Thankfully, doctors are not concerned about any neurological defects. Dr. Dennis Davidson told WABC-TV, I come in the morning, and I know he's okay because if I tickle him, he rolls around laughing and he throws a towel over his head. Delighted and proud, Jeffrey reflected on his son's strength. While Jeffrey knows that Grayson may experience a little delay in some areas, he is not concerned. He sees that Grayson has a sense of humor and is smart. Jeffrey said, I think it's a story of a miracle. He never stopped fighting. There's a lot of situations I've been through that I just wanted to throw in the towel. And I'm like, if he could, he's here every day. He never stops fighting. Then what am I going to stop fighting for? In your strength, I can crush an army. With my God, I can scale any wall. Psalm 18.29 Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When disaster strikes, FEMA calls Waffle House, and here's the fascinating reason why. Written by Heather Brueggemann. Read by Adam State. When disaster strikes, FEMA turns to something called the Waffle House Index. And here's the fascinating reason why. In the unpredictable dance of nature, where hurricanes twirl and whirl their destructive force, there emerges an unlikely hero, a beacon of comfort with the breakfast food amidst the chaos. Enter the Waffle House, an unassuming haven that transcends its pancake-laden menu to become a symbol of stability in the face of adversity, with a tool dubbed the Waffle House Index. The index isn't about waffle goodness, but rather it's about damage in the area or neighborhood. Here's the deal. According to FEMA, if a Waffle House can survive a full menu, they've likely got power or are running on a generator. A limited menu means an area may not have running water or electricity, but there's gas for the stove to make bacon, eggs, and coffee. Exactly what hungry, weary people need. The Waffle House blog says, This index with its color-coded signals serves as a unique barometer of the storm severity. Green means all is well, yellow suggests limited resources, and red warns of severe damage. The Waffle House playbook for disaster response is a meticulous guide on how to reopen a restaurant when faced with challenges like gas without electricity or a generator without ice. The strategy involves limiting the menu to focus on key items, ensuring a streamlined supply chain that can cope with the demands of a post-disaster environment. Waffle House, with its 1,600 restaurants stretching across hurricane-prone regions, has perfected the art of post-disaster recovery. The company's commitment to reopening quickly after a storm is not just about profits. It's a testament to a carefully crafted crisis management strategy and a dedication to serving communities when they need it most. If you get there and the Waffle House is closed, that's really bad. That's where you go to work, said FEMA Administrator Craig Fugit. In the aftermath of Hurricane Irene, while other businesses struggled to regain their footing, Waffle House emerged as a shining example of resilience. Despite losing power in multiple locations, the majority of its restaurants were back in business within days. The familiar yellow and black sign stood as a reassuring respite, promising warm meals in a semblance of normalcy to communities grappling with the aftermath of the storm. Despite power outages in Weldon, North Carolina, the local Waffle House was opened by 6 in the morning, serving a limited menu of scrambled eggs and sausage biscuits. President Nicole Ganey made it to the restaurant for a hot meal. I hadn't had a hot meal in two days, and I knew they'd be open, she said. In the eyes of patrons like Nicole Ganey, who sought solace in a warm breakfast after days without power, Waffle House becomes more than just a restaurant. It becomes a brief return to normalcy in the midst of life's disruptions. In the aftermath of any 
type of storm. It's the little things, like a cup of coffee, that can make all the difference in life's unexpected storms. FEMA's Waffle House Index also caught the interest of comedian Jaron Myers. What a blessing it is to have such smart people who know how to use even the most unassuming events, like whether a restaurant opens its doors or not, as a clue to inform them about how they should best prepare to help others in the aftermath of an emergency. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Philippians 2.4 Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.